reserve was aged for um, just over three years in barrel. When it was first released, the acidity was really bright um, and it was a little tight. It was definitely ready to drink, but as time has gone on, it's just become this beautiful song. Merlot with the tannins are very well integrated. Welcome to Virginia Wine TV. Today we're at Bro Vineyards and I'm here with Jennifer Bro Blosser and she's going to be explaining to us about vertical tastings. So first of all, what is a vertical tasting? It's a great question. A vertical tasting is basically tasting a specific grape variety um, from several different vintage years from the same producer. So you get to experience vintage variations and consistencies with the same grape from that same producer. Perfect. So tell us a little bit about what we're going to be tasting today and how we go about doing a vertical tasting. <laughs> Here at Bro Vineyards we do our vertical tastings starting with our well-aged wines because we want to build the palate. And today we have with us 2002 Merlot Reserve, we have an 04 Merlot, and we have an 07 Merlot. So do you want to start by tasting a little? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's try. So what are we going to have first? Well, the first wine in your glass is actually our 2002 Merlot Reserve. And this was an exceptional vintage. Um, definitely um, well received in the public eye and much um, finish that's really spoken about um, quite highly and their Merlot Reserve was aged for um, just over three years in barrel. When it was first released it was a little, the acidity was really bright um, and it was a little tight, it was definitely ready to drink but as time has gone on it's just become this beautiful soft um, Merlot with the tannins are very well integrated so again at a vertical tasting our customers who follow us can experience the Merlot from the time it was released until now, which is 2012, when we released this wine um, back in 06. Perfect. Cheers. Cheers. Really smooth. Nice and smooth. So you nice can see, smooth. you know, the, um, the acidity is still there, still has, um, you know, great ageability. And you know, another reason to do, to do your vertical tastings, um, if not for the public, for the purpose of education, mm -hmm. is also so you know what your wine is doing in the bottle. Right. You know, um, there's a lot of collectors out there. So if you sell them a bottle today, they may not want to drink it for another five, six, seven, ten years. So um, having a vertical, even if you don't offer that to the public as a producer, holding those wines back and having the ability to you know, critique your own wine so you can let the public know the way it's tasting is, is essential. And so it, that's really why you guys hold back some of your vintages, correct? Absolutely. Even if a vintage is considered sold out um, for the public appeal, um, we still have one bottle or two bottles at least of everything we've ever produced so that we're able to, you know, go back and, and take a look at those wines to see how they're tasting for our own purposes of, you know, vintage charting. And do you, do you think, are there reasons why other... Um, Virginia wineries don't do that? You know, it's, um, I think a lot of Virginia wineries, they just don't produce enough mm -hmm. wine. And it's okay. It's really up to the producer. It's up to, um, it's in, if it's not in their business plan, that's fine. There's no rules. Um, but I do think even if you only produce six cases of wine, hold some back. So you know what your wine, you know, where it is, what it's tasting like. Right. Because, because really, people, well, people will ask you, so how long can I keep this? Absolutely. And it's important for you to know that as, as a consumer and as, as a winemaker. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as an emerging industry, that's something we need to take ourselves seriously and, you know, look at, look at the world on a global scale and kind of learn from them and what they've done. And um, the best producers, they hold their wine back. So, so this is 2002. 2002 so Reserve. 
Yep, so that was nice and smooth, well-integrated mm -hmm. tannins. You know, those flavors of um, licorice are there mm -hmm. and some fig. We can move on to the 04 okay, if perfect. you'd like to. Center glass here. Center glass. So we just moved off of the 04 to put it in perspective. Um, we released the 04 about a year and a half ago. So our wines have, you know, lots of, lots of aging uh, before we release them to the public. Cheers again. And start to taste the tannins a little more. Right. I like the way that you've set that set that up. Yeah, nice. so you, you can taste there's variations, but there's mm -hmm. also consistencies. That's mm -hmm. part of the fun of the mm -hmm. vertical. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. All right, so now we're doing two thousand six. Two thousand and seven. Seven. Perfect. Two thousand and seven. Right. We couldn't do a vertical without oh seven. Um, 07 was just such a fabulous year in Virginia. And what, why was that? Does that have to do with the weather? Yeah, okay. definitely. The weather had so much to do with it. It was nice and um, hot and dry during the summer. We had just enough rain in the spring to keep us going. We had some snow in the winter to build that water table. So throughout that really hot, dry summer, the more? grapes were really, um, they loved that. They loved just to, was to it work a, hard for a, the water. Was it a good year there. for whites and reds? Or was there a specific vintage that really did exceptional in that weather? We actually found that it was a great year for us, for our whites, and for our reds. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only issue, if you can call it an issue, would be high alcohol, you know, because there were a lot of bricks in the mm -hmm. grapes. But as a producer, you just learn how to deal with it. And mm -hmm. we call it, call it our California year. <laughs> so it was just hot and dry, uh -huh. and you know, those alcohol levels really, really got up there. So as a producer, as a winemaker, it's really um, important to finesse your wines and make sure that you have it balanced even though those alcohol levels may be a little higher. Perfect. Well, let's try this one out. Great. That's exceptional. Really, yeah. really good. This has a little bit more berry to it, I think. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Definitely a more, um, you know, present mm -hmm. tannins, mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. And that acidity is what is going to help sustain it, too, that balanced acidity. So. When you do your vertical tastings here at Bar, I understand that you do a lot of food pairings. We do. So explain how that works and okay. why it's important to pair food and what type of wine you do with what kinds of food. Sure, absolutely. Um, first of all, food and wine, I mean, it, the two are very harmonious. I think you shouldn't have one without the other, especially when you're really trying to, you know, dig in deep and, and pair the food and pair the, pair the wines with the foods. Um, so what we like to do here, when we're starting with that, those very um, well-aged wines, we pair a course with two well-aged wines. And then we encourage our tasters to leave some in their glass so that they can go back and forth and taste a little bit of each wine with each course um, just to have some fun and see why we paired that specific wine with that specific course. And that just educates them again on why, for example, um, a really youthful like the 07, we would pair with something with like a protein with some marbling, like maybe a steak mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe duck, a more robust you know, meat that can handle that as opposed to maybe a filet or pork or chicken with one of the, um, the well-aged wines. So not only are we educating them on the wines, but the art of food and wine pairing, and it educates them as well on you know, why you would pair certain wines with certain foods and how a food or a wine, they can make or break each other. Exactly. So I noticed outside you guys have some expansion projects going on. Do you want to Indeed. talk a little bit about that? Sure, for sure. It's very exciting. Um, we are we're growing, thank goodness. We've needed to. Um, the first phase here at Bro is our production facility. So right now we produce about 12,000 cases a year. We do hope to double that production, so we need more space. 
um, and we are putting in a really beautiful production facility, um, case good storage, and uh, it's going to really free up a lot of space for us and enable us to eventually renovate this building so we have more room for our tasters, um, for our food and wine events, for our weddings, and other things that we do here to sustain us. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for explaining Absolutely. to us the importance of a vertical tasting, how we do, go about doing it, and especially the process in which you have chosen to do it. It was really great. Of so, course. Thank, thank you so you. much again. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining Virginia Wine TV today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.